Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast, your source of accountability, inspiration, and motivation to become your best and reach your fullest potential every day. Our motto, it's simple, to use our determination to crush our everyday leadership tasks so that we dominate in our delivery of services and products to our clients and achieve victory and personal growth, profitability, and creating environments for those around us to prosper. Let's get this show started. Welcome back to the Centurion Leadership Battalion podcast. This is your host, Elena. We have our other host, Justin, today, and we're really excited. We're not doing a Q&A episode today. We're doing a core value exploration episode because our core value for the month is be humble and honest, authentic, and vulnerable. So we are going to dive a little bit deeper into what that means in just a moment. But before we do, I want to invite you to leave us a rating and review as you're listening, unless you're driving. Uh, please leave us a rating and review we would love to hear your feedback on what you are gaining from these episodes, what you would love to hear more of, and just how we can better lead you. You can also connect with us over on social media on Facebook or Instagram at Centurion Leadership Battalion. And welcome, Justin. I'm really excited for today's episode. Oh, how are you doing today, Elena? I was muted. Sorry about that. So we can have a chuckle there. <laughs> and uh, how's everything going? How's the, the bun in the oven? Everything is going well. Everything is good. Actually not being sick every single day is a really, is a really nice change. It turns out. So everything is going, going well. Thanks for asking. You really, I mean, it's, I can't imagine if you, um, a woman has, um, pregnancy sickness that, or whatever nausea and they, when, um, women choose to have eight or nine children or back in the day when you didn't have a choice, it just happened. And, um, it's rough. Yeah. It definitely takes the fun out of that first half, but once you're over that hump and you can finally feel good for the most part and enjoy it, it definitely takes a toll on your body because you're literally growing another human. So you get tired easier and your body is sore because you're growing in all these different places and your center of gravity is off besides those things. This, the second half has been really enjoyable, but the first half, I was like, I'm never going to do this ever again. But now that it's over, you kind of forget how miserable it is. So if yeah. anyone's listening well, and they're early on in pregnancy, wishing you luck. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things where your like body is going through and I'm not a woman, so I have no idea what it feels like, obviously, but like, it's like your body is adjusting to not being a single organism anymore and being a dual organism, at least temporarily. And there's like all this adjustment. And then you're dealing with like this new DNA that's in there in your body because it's half of your child that doesn't, that's from the father. And it's like, so that's the compatibility in the bloodstream now that's going through you. So it's like this crazy weird scenario, but I, I, you know, I wonder if that's a lot of it. It's like, oh, I, I now have this new chemical in me and new DNA and my body is taking a long time to adjust. And, you know, I don't know if that's what it is. I'm sure there's really a medical explanation. I'm just totally making shit up, but it's like, I've got to imagine that there's something like that. Cause I've got to imagine that it can't be, the body's not going to react normal to foreign DNA and stuff like that. And I know we do with blood, but I think growing a baby inside of us and sharing our blood with them and then 50% of the DNA comes from the father. I think there's probably a difference 
thing of things that go on there. Yeah, it's it's really crazy. The whole thing. I think, you know, it being pregnant and growing a baby is like the craziest thing. And before I was pregnant, honestly, I I knew I wanted to be a mom, but I didn't know if I'd ever want to get pregnant because it really scared me. The idea of having a human being inside of you. And sometimes like I look down and I forget that I'm pregnant and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a baby in me. I'm like, this is so weird, but it's definitely the coolest experience. And it's just such an awesome thing, you know, for whatever you believe in God, you know, whatever religion or spirituality you have, it just makes that so much deeper because you're like, this is such a miracle, like how everything functions just to grow this baby. And, and you, like you said, it's half you, it's half your partner. And it's just such a cool experience. So uh, men can't experience it clearly, but not to get into all of those kind of topics, but it really is the coolest, most humbling experience ever. So yeah, it's been, it's been really nice. Yeah. I think biologically it's just, it's, it would it's just one of those things like um, we we can't fully understand. And it's like we've talked about before where men tend to not realize that there's a child until it's born, where a woman realizes it the minute she starts carrying it. And I know it's there and the man sees it and we visualize the baby in the belly, but in our minds, the responsibility is not there yet. And so that's always an interesting journey to me. And I think it gets better at, when you get to a second child or a third child. But I think initially it's like, it's like, okay, the stork just showed up and dropped it on us. I think that's a very male perspective, not a female perspective. The stork came and dropped the baby off at the door because to a man, that's more like what happens to him. He doesn't have the same biological responses and stuff like that. And maybe he becomes more male or father oriented, but the responsibility for him doesn't truly start until the baby's born. And maybe I'm downplaying it or whatever, sorry, men and whatever, but it's just my opinion anyway. I think that it's a very much a different situation until you both bear it. And I think in some cases, one spouse grows immensely compared to the other one during that nine month period. So um, just something to be conscious of um, for everyone out there. Not like everyone does it, don't get me wrong, but I'm leaning on the side of trying to help someone in that value versus um, the people who are already doing it. So Cool. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, that was a nice little subtopic to go off on for a second before we hop yeah. into our question, which I don't think I shared our question uh, for today or our core value exploration. It's still technically a question though, of why is it important to always lead with honesty? Yeah. So um, I'm actually going to, and um, I'm going to break this one down a little bit more. So um, let's talk about um, breaking it down to said the leading with honesty is such a grand topic. So for this one, I'm going to say, why is it important to communicate with honesty um, as a subtopic? Because I, I want to break it up. But I, Elaine has basically asked the question, and I think we're going to break it into two topics. One's communicate with um, honesty, and then we'll break it down in the second core value question of the week, which is um, of the month. Instead of diving into the other half of the core value, we'll stick with honesty and humility we'll talk about why honesty leads to humility. Um, And the next one as this topic, so um, to sort of go off the broader one, but communicating with honesty, um, sorry, I threw a curveball at you, Elena. I hope that (laughs) I didn't cause a thing. As you said it, I'm like, oh, let's, I better narrow this. Um, So it was a, I threw her an audible for the audience, my apologies. But um, the thing is, is, 
I mean, at its most basic, the best argument I've ever heard that makes the most sense, that's sort of the Trump argument, meaning it trumps all others, is if you're not honest in your communication, it is really hard to keep track of a bunch of lies, especially as you get bigger as a leader or you get more responsibility. Tracking, keeping track of lies is immensely difficult. You know, uh, especially when companies do it to try to protect their image or whatever it's or or brand or a leader does it as a person in their communication. It's very hard um, to maintain all those promises. Um, a lot of people, salespeople over promise and under deliver in in their communication with potential clients because they're trying to sell it and get the person on the hook. They're not the one actually having to operate it. So that's the type of thing I'm talking about and communicating with honesty. If you're all honest and you do your 360 to get the honest information and the truth, the, um, the way you deliver it um, is always the same. And you'll build a lot of credibility in, deal, in being honest and dealing with things as more matter of a fact, um, not like um, emotion and passion aren't a big deal and conviction but it's really 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 important to always be honest because you're going to save yourself so much time and so much effort and so much mental anguish by just not having to deal with keeping track of all the things you said to one person versus another because you're trying to sign a deal i'm using a salesperson target you could say the same in your relationships if you over promise in your relationships and under deliver you're not doing yourself any favor. And I can do that sometimes as a human. Um, and it makes me look dishonest. You know, when I over promise to my relationships and under deliver. And so that's honesty also. Am I being honest with myself about what I can achieve and setting other people up for success? Am I being honest with their time? Um, so when I communicate, it's important that I'm honest about what I'm really going to do. Um, and I'm honest about really what happened in this situation. And, um, and I'm straightforward. And in honesty, we tend to use less words. We tend to be more straightforward. We tend to be more clear. Um, we tend to be calmer when honesty and fact is on our side. Um, generally, even though you could hear someone else, you, you're now hearing them for the sake of being heard because you know factual and honest information because that's where you operate. And it doesn't mean my honesty and my truth is the same as Elena's, for example, even though we both saw the same thing. People filter things and it becomes truth to them in different forms. So honesty to one human is going to be different than honesty to another human, but it's about what figuring out what that honesty is if you're trying to grow people or what your honesty is as a leader. What do you feel honesty is? I mean, that's part of the definition uh, that I think you have to understand is when I say something like honesty or it's passionate to me or it's a core value, what do I mean by that? So what when, when you're saying, Elena, when you're looking for honesty from someone um, or you yourself are being honest with someone, we can look at it either way, um, whatever you're more comfortable with. But what do you feel that is? How is someone, how do you know if someone's being honest with you? And how do you feel that you're being honest with someone else or, or vice versa? Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, I think that 
honesty, when I'm giving honesty, I guess that's easier for me to, to explain it at first. First of all, I believe, you know, being honest, they say honesty is the best policy. I grew up with my mom telling me that because she didn't want me keeping secrets from her. So I always have lived by that. I don't know if it's because I, that was instilled in me or because I witnessed so much growing up of how dishonesty can actually like ruin really good things, really good relationships, things like that, to take that a little a step further, a little bit deeper for me personally. So I don't know if it's because the way I was raised or the things I was exposed to growing up, but honesty is just something super important to me, whether it's, you know, from friends or family or a partner or professionally, you know, with team members and people you're working with, um, honesty and transparency is just very important. I feel that you can't really have a genuine conversation or relationship or response or whatever it may be without being honest yourself and without the other person being honest, because if there's always a mask there and there's always someone putting up a front, you know, how can you really, how can you really, you know, connect with that person or how can you really help that person with what they need help with? Or how can you expect to be helped? If someone, for example, like we talked about early on that I'm pregnant, right? So if I, if Greg, who is my significant other, if he said to me, you know, how are you feeling? And I said, I'm feeling great. You know, I'm doing awesome. And then he's like, okay, good. Like, and he's, he's thinking I'm being honest with him. So then he, you know, stops asking or doesn't go the extra mile or like whatever it may be. Or he says, okay, well then I'm going to go, you know, golfing or hunting or whatever it may be for him, for himself. Cause he's thinking, you know, I'm good. I'm just relaxing, whatever. But if on the inside, I wasn't honest and transparent and authentic with him. And inside I'm really overwhelmed or I'm really emotional or I'm really not feeling well because I'm pregnant, whatever, or I'm really hormonal, whatever it might be. And then he goes and does that. And I lash out and I freak out about it and come back later with a bad attitude or whatever it might be. You know, can he really, can I really hold that against him? Because I wasn't honest. Right. So that's in, in a personal sense, I guess, because that's something that we've actually experienced in the past six, seven months. Um, but then even professionally, you know, if you have a team member and, and you're a higher up for that person and you say, you know, how are you feeling about this task? And they say, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good. And you're like, okay, well then can you also complete this? And then all of a sudden, you know, their work ethic kind of slows or their quality of work decreases or whatnot. And, and so you come back as the, as the higher up, as the supervisor or the manager or whatever. And you say, you know, this wasn't done to the standard that it should have been, or that we communicated about. And, and, you know, that person then explains, well, I have this workload. I'm unable to, you know, commit myself any further to X, Y, and Z, but, you know, can they really hold that against you as a leader for giving them more to put on their plate when they weren't honest with you and authentic with, with their feelings? So I feel like it really applies in a personal and professional sense. If you're not communicating honestly with other people, you are never going to get you know, their responses, the feedback or the support or the help that you need. And that's why honesty is super important. Um, I think I kind of went on a roundabout from your original question, but I hope that gave you something to work with. No, and here's the the thing as a leader or as an entrepreneur, if everyone's not honest with me or, you know, what's going on and it's, you know, in honesty can have emotion in it for sure. And people can, can, filter their honesty through their opinion or their passions and it can be skewed for sure um but i will tell you that when people are honest and honest from their situation to elena's point war 
Um, we take ownership as individuals and I'm more honest with Deborah, for example, or honest with myself. Um, there's less blame. There's less resentments. There's less needing to worry about stuff when you can really have open, honest conversations with people, whether they work for you, whether it's as a leader in business or in the community or in your family. The, the part about honesty and honesty doesn't always look pretty. It can hurt, it can cause pain and suffering. Um, it can, people can get mad when they do it and it can come out in anger. Um, there's so many ways, but I think if we truly can as humans or as managers or as leaders or as humans in general um, have tolerance and patience and love for one another, in honesty, because guys, like we aren't always honest as humans, especially with ourselves. And it's not something to be judged as much as it's something that we all need to work on. And the illusions and the myths and the things that we put into our lives to become the excuses um, or the dishonest reasons why we don't do things, um, it's hard, right? Because if we don't hold ourselves accountable to honesty, we're not leading by honesty. The people around us are not going to see that we're being honest. And certainly they are not going to be honest either because they're a reflection of leadership. And if your family or your kids have trouble with honesty, I really, you need to look at yourself. I don't know how else to put it to you other than that's been my own experience. If I'm not being 100% honest with them, even though everyone's like filter with their kids, you don't need to tell them anything. Absolutely. But there is also honesty. And so what does that look like? Is it only when there's a question? Is it when we're dealing with something? You know, are we sugarcoating it? Are we being direct enough to teach a lesson versus saying something and trying to make the person feel better so it's losing the impact of the growth that they might be able to have? You know, so can we handle honesty? I think is, is a big part of this. But when we communicate always, how are we communicating? Are we being honest about what we've done in our credibility? Are we being honest about our authenticity or our vulnerability as is also part of this core value? And are we being honest with everyone about what our goals are too? You know, we, we try to push people and motivate them. And often people are like, well, what's your motivation? And we, we don't, we aren't always honest with them. So, you know, what also is honesty, I think leading, literally leading in a way that no matter what questions asked to you, no matter by you, that it's so honest and true to you, um, from your experience and your ethics and morals that it's going to be the same answer, no matter who asks it. And I think a lot of people struggle with that because I think based that we have different relationships with different people, um, particularly me personally, that most problems I have with honesty is when I have unsurmountable pressure from someone to uh, based around an expectation. And there's times where I will give an answer to have something done under those massive amounts of expectation and pressure. 
um, to try to just get the pressure off. And I haven't actually thought fully out whether or not I could achieve it by that deadline. And it doesn't happen at work, but it definitely happens in my personal life. You know, so I think a lot of people, um, when you're high achievers or you're trying to be a high achiever or you live in the fast lane, you know, honesty is the only way to keep up. But at the same time, you're such a moving person that to Elena's point, sometimes we're not honest with ourselves. Sometimes we're not honest with the other human. Um, sometimes we're doing things because we're scared or our ego's taking over or we don't want to look, we don't want to look bad. So, I mean, I possess all of those things for sure. And so honesty um, has to be a priority because I don't know how you build integrity and a character as we've talked about before uh, without it. But at the same time, you know, where does honesty end? If I know a secret about someone and someone asks me a direct question about that thing, I cannot I can respectfully respond without lying or breaking the other person's trust. You know, and I've heard that argument a lot. Well, you wanted me to lie to him. Well, how about you just say, uh, it's something I've talked about with this person. I don't want to betray their trust. No different than I wouldn't want to betray your trust. That's a real honest conversation. And that really would stop all the gossiping and stabbing people in the back that we witnessed today and dishonesty around it. I didn't say that. Hmm. I'm pretty sure you did. Most of the time people do that. You know, they say something, they talk behind someone's back, they get called out. I didn't do that. It's straight to defensiveness. If we were all honest in the first place, it would probably stop doing that and we'd all be more positive. But the more we see you can get away with creating falsehoods or, or being someone you're not on social media or whatever, we sort of, the dishonesty becomes more and more accepted as a, a way of life. So at least in my opinion, I don't know what your thoughts are that Elena, but I am um, personally, I think I'm talked out of this one, but I was interested to see what you thought of that. Yeah, I completely agree. And like we talked about earlier, I think, you know, honesty can make or break so many different um, relationships personally or professionally, but it also takes honesty to really climb to that next level as a leader, because you need to have your team supporting you and behind you and able to communicate with you. So I think everything that you shared is very accurate and very applicable to any brand or any business or any relationship really. So uh, I agree with that. And I think there's ways to be honest that are, you know, straightforward, but are not hurtful. Um, if that's something that you're needing to share with someone, um, hard truth does not have to be hurtful and there's ways that you can be honest without being, you know, degrading or mean, um, and making someone feel less than. So I think, you know, there's a lot more to unpack with honesty. So maybe we'll do another episode in the future, but I think for, uh, for the ultimate question today of why it's important to lead with honesty, I think that we've really, we've really covered that. And I agree with you. Um, and lastly, I just want to, you touched upon something in being in a relationship. I cannot tell you how many times I've witnessed it or been a part of relationships myself. Um, and I've been like, this is not me saying someone's only done it to me. It's I've been definitely capable and responsible for this. 
but it's um, where we dilute conversations with dishonesty or we dilute conversations when a person is trying to be honest by, by being critical. And whether we realize it or not, when we're defensive or not defensive, we create a situation where criticism is starting to take place because we're already defensive against something we think someone else is saying most of the time. And maybe the person is being critical, but I don't know how you have a situation about how you get along with someone if every once in a while you're not being critical and saying, I don't, don't like that you do this. It really bothers me. How do I not get resentment in our relationship? And that's okay. And, and you have to be willing, though, for it to come the other way. You have to be willing to have honesty come both directions. And you can't dilute honesty with dishonesty or not being true because you want to win an argument or someone's making you feel inferior or you have an ego. Like you need to be able to talk your way through it and establish equality and equity in your relationships. And if that's not happening and you can't be honest in your relationship, Yes, obviously you need to look at yourself, but you also need to look at your relationship. And that's what, it, whether it's a work relationship, whether it's a personal relationship or a loving relationship, it's not, I have found that perfectly honest humans can be very dishonest in the wrong relationships because of the pressure and because of the dynamics. It's a crazy scenario, honest, God, human, whatever, but and I'm not talking about dishonesty and cheating. Okay, obviously, we're talking about the minor things, but that's obviously a big one. But what I'm talking about is just the little white lies or the little dishonesties or the things that how is a person ever going to get to know us if we're not telling them the truth? We're going to spend our life with this person. How? We don't, they're not, we won't even allow them to get to know us. So it's just a sad thing, I think, honestly, on honesty. What are we so afraid of? And I think we so much pressure to be judged or scared of being judged and criticized that we just avoid our true selves. You know, I definitely have been a participant in it. So thanks, Elena. Awesome topic. Yeah, thank you for sharing all of that. And thank you all for listening. And we're excited to have you back listening to our next episode. Have a great day.